When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. It's been another busy news week, and we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors, Terry McCready and Kevin Brown to discuss this week's major stories. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Terry and Kevin, welcome back to the show. How have you been? Wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. Kevin, how about you? Every day's a good day. Mm, indeed it is. All right. Well, let's get to the news. Um, first up, as of today's program, Congress still has no Speaker of the House to replace the former Speaker, Republican Kevin McCarthy. And the leading Democrat in the House has become quite vocal about this process. So, Terry, let's start with you. And then, Kevin, of course, will follow up with you. What's the latest on the vote to name a new House Speaker? Well, we're hearing today that looks like Jim Jordan may be pausing this third round of voting, throwing his support behind Patrick McHenry, who was the interim. Um, remember him? He was the one who had the gavel. He very angrily banged that yeah, gavel yeah. right after this whole McCarthy meltdown happened. But then, you know, there's also an opportunity for Jordan. Maybe he'll want to revisit the situation um, once McHenry gets us through this post-stopgap situation. Uh, in a month. It's just so that this legislation can move forward. So that's how it looks right now. Um, I don't, would not count Jim Jordan out yet by any means. Okay. But as far as, as Jeffries, you know, on the floor just recently, I had to chuckle and I'm sure a lot of people did because he frankly had this sort of flowetry moment where he pointed out the chaos caucus defender of dysfunction, extremist, extraordinary, had this whole, mm. you know, cheeky poetry thing, thing going, which was, you know, pretty talented, yeah. uh, you know, and <laughs> yes. Um, and when discussing, you know, Jim Jordan and the House Republicans, just as a spectator, it's just been a riveting watch just to watch all of this unfold in real time, especially remarkable that when, you know, McCarthy, you know, finally handed over that gavel after this exhaustive, exhaustive 12 or 15 votes, I think it was, his numbers were actually rising, but Jordan's numbers were consistently receding for every subsequent 
floor vote. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one of the points that Jeffries has raised, which is that this whole MAGA extremism that is snarling this entire process, many lawmakers in this sort of MAGA world in, in many of these districts, um, this vote is really high stakes for them. If you examine possible primaries, and also there's also the question of personal safety. There's at least one House member who had to file a, compl- a police complaint because she said that she was receiving death threats over her non-support of Jim Jordan. So, you know, there's an element of combustibility there. Absolutely. Kevin, your thoughts? Mr. McHenry uh, just released a statement. He'd rather work on peace in the Middle East than uh, become House Speaker. I'm only kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a mess. It it opens up so many. First of all, that we're not even sure that uh, even if McHenry takes the job as temporary Speaker with additional powers, how's that? How is that going to work? Yeah, moving forward, what? authority will he have to address some serious concerns the debt uh moving forward and no one is sure because this is uh uncharted territory um most of the time well what's happened previously is when there's been a a temporary speaker uh it's only been for a very short period of time does mr Mc, is M- mr mchenry now third in line after the president and vice president uh, as an interim, there's, there are just so many questions in uncharted territory. So uh, I don't see this uh, ending uh, anytime soon in a manner that is consistent with moving both houses uh, toward uh, governing. I think that um, Hakeem Jeffries is, he's on record saying something that really kind of, encapsulates the moment and he says either you're going to continue to bend the knee to the most extreme members of your conference who are not interested in governing or you can partner with the democrats to do business do the business of the american people and i and i i think that your point uh really illustrates exactly where you know republicans are in the process terry um and that's the first round of voting i think he had you know 20 dissenters and then the second round he had 22 so he's kind of working in the wrong direction so um you know they they have to figure it out they've done it before i, I think uh, kevin mccarthy had 15 rounds of voting you know so this isn't at at present this isn't unprecedented but this is still the same group of elected officials so it's just the house is on fire and again hakeem jeffrey summed it up quite nicely in that quote and it was very eloquent and succinct so we'll we'll keep watching and and obviously, as the news continues to come out, we'll keep reporting on it. Uh, moving on, the uh, ongoing conflict between Palestine and Israel reached new levels this week after a Palestinian health official and Hamas accused Israel of bombing a hospital. While Israeli officials denied that Israel was to blame and said the blast was caused by a misfired militant rocket. Uh, Kevin, so this time, let's start with you. Give us your thoughts on the latest uh, in the war. And then Terry, will come to you next. Well, this is... Uh another chapter of a, a situation that won't be resolved quickly or easily. Yeah. Um, uh, neither side trusts the other. Um, and they're going to have to come to a, a, a point where both parties, Palestinians and Israelis are going to want to have to stop uh, subjecting their children to this trauma that is war. Because in the short term, 
what's going on is that they're just creating uh, terrorists on both sides yeah. uh, by the continued fighting. Um, and there are no easy answers here uh, because this, the irony is it's the Holy land that they're fighting over and they continue to fight. Um, somebody is going to have to, the, the two parties, I agree with Jimmy Carter. And after the, uh, the meeting years ago at Camp David, uh, Jimmy Carter came away with, there has to be a Palestinian state. The two have to learn to live together. And until they both agree that moving forward, and you're going to have to leave the history behind. You're going to have to move forward. You can either, you know, drain the lake or fix the boat. Draining the lake means continuing to fight. Yeah. Fixing the boat means that you're going to have to uh, live side by side. And these third parties, United States and the Arab nations, can't solve this. It has to be solved with Israelis and Palestinians, ultimately. Terry, let's get your thoughts. So I just feel like all of this is so incongruous and abstract in its hypocrisy. It was always about this sort of civilian persecution and oppression, which led to this initial explosive tinderbox. But now let's look at where we are in Gaza. No food, water, or electricity, virtually mutilated bodies, wounded babies and toddlers, all civilians, all collateral damage. And these were the actual people who, whomever it was, the Hamas militants were looking to speak on behalf for or, or kill for. Obviously, things are murky when this level of military violence is just so widespread and unrelenting by the day who was responsible for the explosion, who had the motivation. You know, is this, you know, militant rocket that they're talking about, is that rationale that it misfired even plausible? And, you know, now we have these demonstrations at Israeli embassies and Turkey and Jordan, and there's fury and skepticism that has now reached a fever pitch. There's a barrage of information all over social media, depending on who you like, what you're seeking. There are like-minded people and theories to follow. Um, but for his part, President Biden has been a measured and formidable voice, and we'll hear more about this tonight. He'll be giving a pretty unprecedented speech because it takes place in the Oval Office, which is a rarity. And obviously, he'll be touting more support um, for Israel's counteroffensive against Hamas and trying to get a handle on these civilian casualties. Sure. Um, and, you know, for more on kind of the background of um, what's going on and some some in-depth insight and, and, and some some apertures into um, the thinking uh, on the ground there, we've done a couple of things uh, here at the BIN and on this uh, podcast, in fact. Uh, so recently there was an upload with uh, a gentleman by the name of Ami Horowitz, who's a, a friend of mine. He's a fellow journalist and he spent some time with Hamas. He is a Jewish person and he, I, I don't, I, I think that he would consider himself a, an Israeli sympathizer, um, but he's a journalist. And so he gave a very fair accounting of kind of what was going on there. One of the things that he mentioned to me is that, you know, the, the uh, state of Israel is doing their best. It's, it sounds bad, but they're doing their best to 
limit the amount of collateral damage while trying to root out the uh, the terrorist uh, Hamas. And they've gotten the number down to, you know, one civilian casualty per uh, one um, terrorist, which sounds like a lot. But in such a densely packed population, um, you know, his argument was that they are obviously trying to get it down to zero civilian casualties. But that shows how precise they are being with this. And he, he explained that, you know, the Hamas were, you know, operating out of schools and hospitals and so forth. and so those buildings become targets and that it puts Israel in a difficult position because then they have to try to warn the people to get out so that they can attack the, uh, the terrorists and so forth. So the, the nature of the fighting is a little different than what those of us over here might expect. And then on the other side of it, the Palestinian side of things, we covered this on this upcoming weekend's um, episode of civic cipher, where we tried our best to uh, shine a light on, the optics of the people who might sympathize and empathize with, more with the uh, people in Palestine and those who might sympathize and empathize with those in Israel. And I think, um, Kevin, you made the point that it's a very complicated situation and it's, you know, there, there are resources everywhere where you can get what it is that you want. Uh, my hope, of course, is that, you know, these are, you know, there, there are people who consider these holy wars. And so, um, you know, what I've seen in terms of the destruction and the, the bodies and so forth, there's, there's nothing holy about that in my estimation. And so um, I'm always the optimist. So I hope that everyone figures it out. But, you know, I, I probably live in a different world. But with that in mind, we are covering it. And so if you'd like, um, you know, some insight into more into what's going on here, we definitely have that for you. Just check it out at BINnews.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash B-I-N. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. 
To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Black Information Network news anchors Terry McCready and Kevin Brown are here with us discussing this week's major stories. All right, back in the U.S., Harvard University made headlines this week after allegations of racist stereotyping surfaced regarding a new AI platform. Terry, this time we'll start with you. Tell us more about this story and then Kevin will follow up with you. Okay, so this was an artificial intelligence bot that was created by uh, Harvard's Computer Society. That's according to the Harvard Crimson, which is the student newspaper. And it came with an, a, just an adorable caveat. Hey, let's model this after our newly minted Black university president. Mm. It'll be brilliant, guys. And so that was when this Claudine GPT was born, only to be followed up by an even sassier version that they say. And this all unfolded just prior to Claudine Gay's inauguration. Uh, Happily, an eagle-eyed member of that safety team discovered that this quote-unquote sassiness actually wasn't feisty or cute, more like angry and offensive, even veering into, you know, this trend by some other AI products that were ultimately harmful Mm. and insulting to people of color and women overall. And so that's when the AI group quickly decided, let's just remove this GPT. And then they ended it by saying, you know, this is really supposed to be satirical. It was a joke. And so when I looked into this, I thought, okay, well, fine. I guess it's, it is easier to ask forgiveness than permission. Sure. sure. Kevin, let's get your thoughts. Yeah, this uh, is part of a much larger issue uh, with technology mm. and of uh, like AI and facial recognition mm-hmm. technology, mm-hmm. which has uh, misidentifies people of color. Mm-hmm. And the technology is more likely to identify individuals who are not minorities or women or trans people. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it is not surprising that uh, the outcome was offensive because the input, the information that was fed into it came from a, a biased source. And that will always be the case when it, comes to using uh, technology around issues of dealing with people of color. Exactly. I think that you're, you're kind of touching on how this hit me. Um, I think this shows that it's important to have black voices in the room during the construction uh, of these AI models and indeed a lot of technology, because you're right. It's not just artificial intelligence, as you mentioned, facial recognition, software misidentifies black people. I could get arrested for a crime in Detroit and I haven't been to Detroit in a year and a half, you know, um, and it's it, it just goes to show that, you know, there are there are blind spots that naturally w- work their way into circumstances like this when there are those of us who don't who have the lived black experience aren't able to help articulate that during the kind of the form- formative process there's uh, th- there's a, an opportunity here for us to encourage uh young people to get into stem programms um i think i believe it stands for science 
technology, engineering, and mathematics. Um, but the long and the short of it is that STEM programs often shape young minds to be able to move into fields like this and be those voices and pro- and provide those lived experiences and again those apertures into black life that are necessary for these things to work for all people so that we don't have facial recognition mistakes so that we don't have self-driving cars that can't see black people because they weren't trained on mannequins with dark skin so that we don't end up with cameras uh that aren't optimized for black and brown skin but they continue to be optimized for you know uh Catherine Hepburn types and 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 on and on and and you see how we can get overlooked and lost in the sauce and become a second thought. And I think that this Harvard story just kind of helps um, illuminate the necessity of us, you know, pushing our kids more in the direction of, again, uh, STEM programs. So my hope is that we will learn from these and and all the other instances <laughs> that that we find out, oh, man, we, we didn't think of that, you know, um, and we, you know, get in front of this before it's too late. So... Uh, finally, before we close out today's program, let's talk about a new survey that reveals how going to therapy can impact your dating life in a positive way. Um, Kevin, let's start with you. Uh, give us more on this story, and then Terry, we're going to come to you to close us out. I think as as uh, especially with social media and with everyone being just inundated with information, uh, it's come to light that there are more circumstances, for example, uh, for people of color, for black people, microaggressions in the workplace. Um, Prior to social media, one would think that these were just isolated instances. And until you had uh, access to a, a wider population of people like you who've had similar experiences, you begin to realize that there are trend lines for all of these situations uh, that the majority of the population don't experience. Mm-hmm. These situations are unique to people of color. Um, and very little research until recently has been done on dealing with racism and its effect emotionally on black people and people of color. It is no surprise that you know there's the old saying we are all the sum total of our past experiences that when you have experienced trauma throughout your life which is a significant chapter of of being uh, a minority in this country um you have um you have trauma dust on you (laughs) (laughs) for, 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 for lack of a better term I know what and mean. there is there is no situation, you know, life is hard enough. Uh, and there is no situation that cannot be um at least at least help help you and give you the tools to deal with and because relationships are tough enough already. Yeah. Much less bringing the baggage of all that you've experienced into it. So it's not surprising, but the research is still evolving on just how research uh, how therapy can best uh, deal with the trauma that black people experience on a daily basis. Right. Perry, uh, let's get you to weigh in here. Well, there was this study by Pure that found that, well, indeed, among 1,000 Americans, about 92% prefer dating people who have 
you know, done their time or continue to do so in therapy. 23% said as far as dating etiquette, you're less likely to be ghosted by someone who is in therapy. And about half of the respondents said, let's even talk about it on a first date. And so I found this to be, as Kevin just mentioned, yes, this is very surprising. This is very encouraging news, particularly when we look at the Black community, probably even more so for Black men who historically were probably less inclined to go to therapy. So there's this stigma around, you know, talking things through. Hopefully this new generation of people in the 25, 54 age bracket understand that this component, this mental, physical, emotional health trifecta and the collective harnessing of all of our spiritual energy, the feminine, the masculine, everything else in between helps all of us to sort of coexist in the optimal high frequency vibrations that we all sort of need. Maybe we don't know about it. And this occurs when we show up for each other authentically. And we're talking about respect for boundaries and having a genuine emotional availability for intimacy, because now you have self-love and you have emotional intelligence and an all-around healthy attitude about relationships, love language, and expectations. And for the long term, as Kevin mentioned, therapy really helps all of us heal from this childhood and generational trauma. And it is actually scientific. There's a connection. And we found that the connection between stress hormones and cell regeneration and thyroid function all work together. They're mechanisms that you know, when they're working in tandem, they help to fortify the engine that helps us maximize our human performance because we are sentient beings and it helps us to keep our catamarans in the water and on course for the future. Shut up, Terry. We don't need no therapy. Well, yeah. What What more can, <laughs> can I say? Uh, words to live by from Dr. Terry McCready. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> well, that was fantastic. I that was very uh, good. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That was. Uh, hey, look, I might even go on a date or two now. Listen, <laughs> feeling energized. Uh, <laughs> but with that in mind, uh, we'll leave it right here. Uh, I'd like to thank you both as always for your time and your insight. Once again, today's guests are Black Information Network News anchors, Terry McCready and Kevin Brown. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media, and I'll be hosting another episode of Civic Cipher this weekend on a station near you. For stations, showtimes, and podcast info, check civiccipher.com. And join us Monday as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.